just back from the brink of of well of of my toilet which i've spent a lot of time with in the last week not feeling too good no this stomach under bug the weather. man stomach bug got me mm. it's I like feel great. it's it's just not fun it's like <laughs> uh there was a moment it's like i don't know normally like you know, it, everybody has cravings, right? Like everyone's like, you know, you'd be like, oh, I could, you know, I could just crush a plate of chicken wings or I've really been, I've been feeling pasta something fierce or like, you know, whatever it is. There's like so many times in the last week where it's like, I'm just craving water. <laughs> I'm just craving like, feeling normal. I just want to drink. I said to Brianna at one point, I was like, man, when I am healthy, I am going to drink so much water. I will never take water for granted again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this you being sick fairly frequently lately has made me appreciate the distance in our relationship physically in our, right yeah. now. <laughs> I honestly, I went so long. I went so long without getting sick. It like, when not like even pre quarantines and stuff, it's not re- like a lot of people didn't get sick during COVID because you weren't, I were all social distancing. You couldn't catch anything from anyone. But like, even before that, I really wasn't getting sick. Um, and then when, when I finally did get COVID, it just like totally wreaked havoc on my immune system. So either I'm going to come across a long enough stretch of time where I don't get sick and I'll rebuild that immune system. That's option A. Option B is I'll just die because <laughs> some the next bug's going to come along and take me out because my immune system can't fight it anymore. Or C, and the option that I'm leaning forward to the most, is that all of these viruses that I'm getting, I'm, I'm keeping a little part of inside of me and I'm slowly mutating myself into some sort of uh, super being that will eventually uh, probably turn evil and take over the world and kill all my peers. But uh, until that point... Again, grateful um, for the distance in our relationship right now. <laughs> <laughs> until that point, hello and welcome to the Movie Men podcast. The B team. The B team. Uh, we're here to talk about some news. And the, specifically, the, wait, we have... Wait. Wait, you're Brady. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I, you're you're Brady. I was I'm Brady. You're Brady. Yeah. You're Carl. I'm Carl. Yeah. Okay. That continue. was kind of nice. That was like a that was like a <clears throat> like assuring each other. You, like a you're, call and response. You're Carl. I am Carl, aren't I? You're Brady. <laughs> yeah, I am Brady. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. Very affirming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, you've got this. Um it, yeah, we're here <laughs> we're here to talk about the news. Um very trailer heavy week. Lots of trailers. 
to mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, we're, we're not even talking about all the trailers, but we're talking about a bunch of trailers. Um, so let's dive in. Listen, something that n- normally, if you look at like the grand scheme of the trailers that we would cover, removing like removing if if you remove the cast of this this upcoming project um and you just look at it like on paper it's a it's an upcoming television show it looks like it's like a a, a comedy action cop type thing a buddy some kind of buddy cop thing some kind of buddy cop action <clears throat> television show you know whatever I would go, oh, yeah, okay, great. But we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> like, it's just, I, I don't know. It's, it's, just, it's on paper. It's not the type of, of show that we would cover, trailer that we would, we would cover. Until you add in the fact that it is, um, it's an actor who I would, I would wager you would consider to be fairly underrated. Oh yes, these days. absolutely underrated. Yeah, yeah. Do you, tell tell us about tell us about this project. What's what what are we talking about here? I don't I don't know hardly anything about this project. I know I know exactly what you know. All I, I didn't know it existed I, I, until I saw the trailer. Yeah, exactly. All, all yeah, twenty four seconds the trailer, of it. I saw the trailer and I was like, oh cool, this is kind of like, um. Yeah, like a buddy cop thing, kind of like doesn't take itself too seriously, more kind of action comedy by the look of it. You're supposed to lead with who's in it. What's the... And uh, he's got the man who's always Bach. He always comes Bach because he'll be Bach, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. In uh, in the new show, FUBAR, uh, this looks... Uh, listen, I... I saw this trailer and I sent it to you and my, like I said, it's only like 24 seconds long. Like this is, this is very much an announcement teaser. It's not, we don't, we don't really have any meat and potatoes. We don't know what this show's about really. Um, we don't know much about the characters. We don't know anything. Uh, they just kind of threw a couple of scenes out, one groin punch and a couple of, a (laughs) A very funny groin punch couple of cheesy throwaway quotes and uh and yeah just to kind of announce hey the show's coming and it instantly struck me as this is the perfect role for arnold right now because pete and i were talking for a while um i think it was when we watched um what we're not total recall what's the um um, the witch, the 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 actor or no? Yeah, what's the one that are the uh, Pete and I were reviewing an Arnold film? Um, uh, where his he like sets uh, Bill Paxton's in it, Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. He's like a government man. Um. Oh, come on. What's the, what's the, the. It's an Arnold movie. I'm confused as to what we're 
what you're trying to get to. <laughs> yeah, Pete and I were reviewing an Arnold movie a little while ago, and I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um, oh, True Lies. You reviewed True Lies. True Lies, yeah. So it was True Lies, and and Pete had this kind of revelation that, I don't know, I was like, you're a little late to the game here, Pete, um, about Arnold's comedy sensibilities. Um, that he, you know, that maybe this, it, like, that being in that type of thing is is what's, you know, is is true great Arnold. And I said, yeah. I said, honestly, I said Arnold's best roles. The the spot, if, if you had to typecast Arnold into a role that he can shine in like nobody else shines in, it is an action flick that is a little bit self-aware and also just, like, really funny and we started listing some of them total recall kind of being one of them or not total recall jeez true lies kind of being one of them um uh jingle all the way being being very much in that alley where it's hilarious there's twins there's twins junior um and even like even some of his things that one of what one of what i consider to be one of his better films from that era which is kind of controversial because a lot of people don't think it's very good. But um, oh, Last, yeah, Last Action, Action Hero is yep. phenomenal for yep. that kind of feel of and action you know what? comedy. Even movies that he, even action films that he's in that aren't straight up comedies, often he still has one or two moments. He has a line or two that's in there. Like I can think of one or two of them from the sixth day. Um, Terminator 2. Terminator 2, Terminator 3. Um, and there, he's just, that's where he shines. And so I was looking at this trailer and it just hit me as like, this is gold. Because you're taking the guy who arguably does this kind of role better than anybody else. You're sticking him in there. You know, he's at a point in his career now where he can't do some of the stuff he used to. Like, he's an older guy. I, you know, like, he's still, he's still at his age, which is what? How old is he? He's 70. Yeah, he's up there. 70. Yeah. He, he never really five. was big on doing crazy stunts to begin with. No. And, and usually had a double doing them for him. But even so, you're 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 right on the nose, right? Like he's pat he's past his prime. Uh, he needs to do something a little more, uh, a little less action, a little more comedy. But Which he can still his prime. do some I of mean, the co- action stuff. Like I said, at seventy five, he's he's still in better shape than you or I are ever going to be in in our entire <laughs> yeah. lives. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just you know what? Pass that torch on, and and now do something that is still like. Don't get me wrong. This show looks like it's going to have explosions, and it's going to have car chases. It's going to have you know shootouts Bag for pegs, sure. Apparently, like, yeah. Whatever it is. Um. <laughs> but I don't. It, this just to me. This is. This is the perfect role. It's right. It's as perfect a role as um, I really liked the Arnold movie, The Last Stand. Mm, yeah, with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, because he just yeah, played this really like good. old grizzled, his back hurts yeah. kind of sheriff like, of this little town who was now no BS because he's at a point in his career where yeah. he's like, 
He's know. being double typecast. He's typecast as the action hero, but also typecast because he's old. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it was just, it, it, and it worked. And, yeah. and I think this is going to work just as well. I assume your thoughts on it are, are very similar to mine. Oh yeah. I'm excited. I mean, it's Arnold. I love Arnold. It's the best action star of the eighties and nineties and my opinion. And, he can act circles around any of the other ones, in my opinion, as well. So I think this mm-hmm. is going to be a great movie or show or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a show. Great. But yeah. It's be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm looking forward to watching it. All right. Uh, next up, we have another trailer. Shocker. Another trailer. Um, This was, listen, this is a project that when it was announced, I kind of thought to myself... Okay, I, you've tried this now kind of twice, and it feels like they're banking off of another franchise and trying to capture the same lightning in a bottle that they captured in that. So we're talking about the upcoming movie from Disney, Haunted Mansion. So, obviously, back in the early 2000s, we had a live-action Haunted Mansion movie with Eddie Murphy in it. Yes. And then the Muppets did a Haunted Mansion maybe only, like, four or oh, five yeah. years ago. Five yeah, or six, I, I watched maybe. that with uh, Emily and the kids around Halloween. It was, like, this year or last year around Halloween. It was really good. It was fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's Muppets. You but, can't go wrong. <laughs> But I mean, neither of them were these like massive blockbuster, like everyone went out and was uh, really impressed by it kind of movies. Um, I can't. So when it was announced, I kind of thought like, okay, you've tried this twice. For those who don't know, the Haunted Haunted Mansion is both films are sort of loosely based off the Haunted Mansion attraction at Disney World. Or Disneyland, or what I, you know, whether whatever the, location the theme you're park. at, <laughs> the theme park ride. And I saw that I, I saw this announced, and I'm like, look, you guys got really lucky with Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> like you guys got luckier than than anybody ever thought you could have gotten with that. Even luckier than they thought, right? Like it. That did not go the trajectory that they were expecting. The, the whole reason, or th- that's the whole, the whole reason behind. If you look at the credits for the first film, Jack Sparrow is like a supporting character. He's he was never ever meant to be the the sort of the main guy. It was Will Turner's story, um, yeah. but after the first one, they were like, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, our this is Jack Sparrow's franchise. Um, I just I don't know. I I, I saw it announced. And I was like, I, I just maybe there's something to this not being a great idea, not basing movies off of attractions. Ergo, Jungle Cruise. I don't know if you saw Jungle Cruise. Have you seen I did. Jungle Cruise? Yeah, with uh, it's not great. Mr. Dwayne Johnson. 
Yeah, it's 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 like it's a it's an okay throw on and watch with the family fun yeah. little whatever. Yeah. But it That's was what we for, did and we enjoyed it. It was a fun, yeah, fun. Friday but for the money that film. they poured into it and the advertising <laughs> that they were doing and like what I think they really wanted Jungle Cruise to be, it it wasn't it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> like it didn't turn out the way I think Disney was hoping and jungle cruise was going to turn out success wise and so just touching on that it it really felt like just another dwayne johnson flick exactly like it didn't feel anything it just felt like oh yeah this is just run-of-the-mill typecast dwayne johnson yeah and so uh, i reluctantly threw the trailer on when it came out when the 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 haunted mansion trailer came out i was like okay you know, I I honestly didn't even know who was in this. You know, I'm not over the moon excited for this still, and I don't think I ever will be. I don't think I'll reach that point. But this was a really entertaining trailer. Yeah. <laughs> like I yeah, I watched fun. this trailer and I. I was like, okay, I, you know, I think maybe I'm on board. I didn't know Danny DeVito was in it. That was a pleasant surprise. I didn't know Owen Wilson was in it. That's a pleasant surprise. Like, it's a really sort of strange, eclectic cast that they've pulled together. I'm looking at the IMDB list of the cast, and it's actually like, there's a lot of, like, so you got, there's also Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. Yeah. Zaria Dawson. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Jared Leto and Owen Wilson and Danny DeVito. Dan Levy was apparently in it. Yeah. Winona Ryder. I'm like, okay, like let's, they're throwing some money at this. Yeah. (laughs) I I still don't, I don't think it's going to, you know, this isn't a billion dollar film by any means. It's not going to, it's not going to be a massive payday for Disney, but it looked cute and funny and charming and, and not scary, but spooky. Like it had, it had that kind, kind of like the other, the, the other two we had, right? Like, kind of, yeah. And it, yeah. it. But I'm telling you, there's one line in this trailer. I've watched the trailer twice now, and there's one line that both times I am like, this moment steals the trailer and may very well steal the movie. It's right at the start of the trailer when the mother is like, I'm just going to light a vanilla bean candle and that'll just change our day around. <laughs> and her kid is like, will it though? <laughs> like, It's just this like super, super down to earth judgy kid who's like, is it? Is, is, is lighting a candle going to solve what's going on here? Uh, I just, I, that for some reason, that line absolutely cracks me up. But uh, yeah, you saw it. You think it looks entertaining? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, as entertaining as the other ones, I'm not going to run out and jump at the first chance I get to watch it. But I'll no. probably see it eventually. Yeah, maybe, come Halloween maybe again. save it for Halloween. If it, actually, if it comes out anywhere close to there, probably watch around Halloween. I don't know when hmm. it's supposed to come out. Um, I don't know. It'd be for for a first trailer. It's it's probably got to come out three or four months from now. So early. Yeah, I'm guessing early, early fall, summer, September. I'm guessing probably early summer because I think it's I think it's a straight to 
Disney Plus thing. I could oh, be wrong, okay. but I think it might be a straight to Disney Plus thing. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe not. Yeah. If it comes out before October, I'll save it for October. If if not, then. Yeah. I'll watch. If it comes out in October, I'll watch it in October. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it comes out cool. after October, I'll save it for next October. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Listen, uh, this is a weird one. This is what so, I'm excited about. A <laughs> Maybe number I should of be years ago. This one. <laughs> and, well, but I've got some interesting. A number of years ago, you back when you were you were definitely single because I was spending a lot yeah. of time hanging out with you, and uh, <laughs> and you were like, you got you just sit down, sit down and watch this. <laughs> sit down, shut up, and listen to this comedian. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And you put on this comedian who at the time I had never heard of before. Um, and I don't think a lot of, I think it was still pretty early on. Like if yeah, I look was, at when that yeah. bit came out, it was pretty early on. And so not, a, it wasn't unreasonable that I hadn't heard of him. No, and, he was, he'd been doing comedy for a long time, but that was like, that's that clip that I showed you just started making its rounds on social media. And that's when he really started hitting it big. Yeah. So you sat me down you're like, you got to watch this. It was like a, a eight, eight to 11 minute long comedy bit. Yeah. It was just a section of a co- comedy show. Special. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Um, and I sat down and I watched it and I, I thought it was funny. I definitely wasn't, holding my sides the way, the way that you were. Um, but yeah, I thought it was funny. Uh, and then I kind of just left it. I never really looked the guy up again. I was, he started popping. He started his own podcast. He does this, that, and the other thing. Like he's, he's always showing up in my YouTube feed and, and whatever else. And I've watched the odd thing. I don't think I've watched another comedy special that he's done. Um, but I do watch, I've watched him do guest appearances on things. I think he was on Hot Ones, so I watched him eat the, yeah, eat the hot, hot chicken ones. wings and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but I I still always kind of had that, like, you know, I think maybe I've sent that, that clip that you showed me to one or two other people. That clip being The Machine by, what is it, Brett Kirshner? Bert, Bert, Bert Kirshner. Bert, Bert Kirshner. Bert Kirshner. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, and it's it's funny. And he, you know, he started yeah. appearing He's in He's telling things. a story He's about how he was in college and he was taking a Russian class and he goes to Russia and he essentially joins the Russian mob. <laughs> yeah. On this field trip. <laughs> and so now they're making a movie. I mean, the trailer's out, so the movie's pretty much in the can at this point. Yeah. <clears throat> They've made a a film about that story, kind of. So, so it's it's set years later, and it's kind of the the premise of the film is that story that he tells in his stand up routine is true. It actually all happened, and twenty years later, or however many years later, he's now. It's, it's coming, coming back, back to bite, to bite him. him. <laughs> yeah, he's dealing with some fallout yeah. from the events that took place on this school field trip. And yeah, I mean the trailer looks hilarious. I'm I don't know what's funnier, the fact that it's 
like the jokes that are in it and the fact that it's funny or that like his tag along buddy in this is Mark Hamill. Like it's just, it's such Mark a- Mark Hamill plays his father. Yeah. And so it's, <laughs> that's hilarious. It, but what really gets me, because I showed the trailer to Brienne and first I had to show Brienne, I was like, okay, you got to see this. And I knew it wasn't show, going show to interest the stand-up her. Special bit. Yeah, yeah. So I knew it wasn't going to interest her at all. But I showed her the stand-up comedy bit. She laughed a little bit. Then I showed her the movie trailer, and she—I don't know. She could have taken it or left it. But I was like, it's just so crazy to me that this is a film. This is a Hollywood film. With Mark Hamill, with like, there's names in this film. Based on, and the premise of this film is based on one stand-up comedian's bit, his like closing bit from a special he did like seven or eight years ago now. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> like, it's, that. I think to me, that's the thing about the machine that stands out the most it, it looks funny i'm sure it's going to be entertaining but as someone who's not like a big big fan of the comedian i i'm i'm just wowed by and intrigued by just this concept of a film and really what it opened like the potentials that it opens the door to as far as like storytelling and, yeah. and where we get ideas from well it's so this is a this is a true story. Like, the, like the the bit, the stand up bit is a true story. Like it's been confirmed by classmates of his that on like social media, like people like calling him out saying, "No, this this hasn't happened." And then somebody from his this Russian class is like, "No, this really happened. He robbed us on the train in the middle of the night with yeah. mob." <laughs> like, like yeah. so, how much of it is? kind of dramatized for his his comedy bit oh you have to embellish is, is who's to say right yeah but like there is truth in in the story that he joined the russian mob and on a train he robbed his classmates and the rest of the train with the his the mob and so yeah like when when this was first announced they were making this i was like oh cool we're gonna get to see the whole story kind of unfold and from the trailer, we get to we see that we will get to see a bit of that, but it's more just kind of like foreshadowing in the first ten or fifteen minutes of the the movie. It will be because the movie is more about the fallout that happens when he's an adult and he's doing comedy specials, and and the Russian mob comes back to looking for the machine, take care of business. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, the, that that last part, the the like, yeah, taking a comedian's story, like a comedian who tells just stories about their life, because that's that's all his. If you watch his specials, he doesn't tell jokes; he tells stories, like yeah, which he, uh, something he, a lot like of weird do. stuff happens with his kids and his family and his life, and he just tells he just remembers these stories and he just tells stories. Yeah, uh, but finds, yeah, like finds taking the a comedian who tell tells them. stories and then somehow turning that and flipping it and turning it into a movie. <laughs> that, that, it's funny idea for storytelling, for sure. And in like, in, 
in a um in terms of where Hollywood is at right now making movies, it's pretty friggin' refreshing. Like this is a kind of a unique story being told here kind of. Yeah. Because it's based on something that's happened in real life recently. Yeah. Right? So it's kind of like it's kind of like a biopic, but it takes it a step further and kind of uh, imagines the future as well. Oh, yeah. So it, I think, yeah, what a great way to tell stories <laughs> and oh, to, absolutely. That, to write a script and to show a, have a film. Like yeah. more of this, like Disney, take notes, quit, quit remaking stuff that's been made twice already and okay, give listen. us some new stuff. <laughs> Listen here. We gotta let's 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 talk about this for a second because this this was something that came up, and I was thinking about this earlier today, and I was like, should I put together a list? Um, and I was like, I don't know. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. I decided not to, but you brought it up, so I'm gonna pull it up here right now. So, Disney. Right, and, and we could pick absolutely any studio here, but let's let's go with Disney, okay? Let's go with films that Disney has come out with in the last three three years since the beginning of twenty twenty. Okay, all right. I'm gonna list them, and I want you to keep track. Keep count the ones that I tell you to keep track of. All right. Okay. I got a pen ready. I'm good. All right. So, um, the ones that Disney has released, and I'm not even going to actually, you know what? I'm going to skip over ones that like nobody's heard of because they were like little itty bitty straight to, straight to Disney Plus. I was going to say Netflix, but straight to Disney Plus, whatever. So, I'll even go back five years. It, uh, yeah, so I'll just stuff like that. But actual like big theatrical films, okay? Um okay. so and I'll and so I'll go back five years then because it's a much smaller whatever. So the films All that right. Disney's released. Beauty and the Beast. So actually I want you I want you to I want you to make two two columns. I want you to make one that says original and one that says like rehash or existing IP or something remake. So one, 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 well, one's going to be, one's going to be completely original, fresh ideas. And one's going to be like, it's a remake or it's a sequel or it's a spinoff or it's a, you know, whatever it is. I'm good. Let's go. So beauty and the beast, the live action one, obviously that's, that's a remake. Yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man Tell No Tales. That's a sequel. Cars 3. That was obviously a sequel. Um, Coco. Coco was a completely original, fresh film. A Wrinkle in Time. Completely original, fresh film. Incredibles 2. That was a remake. Or a, a sequel. Christopher Robin. Now, Christopher Robin was tapping into an existing IP, but it was a very fresh take on that story. But yeah. we'll we can throw it into the the 
like we don't have to make that an original one. I get it. That's tapping into whatever. I, I would put it on the line. Okay. Well, uh, so I'm going to write it on the line. Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Now, the Nutcracker is a story that's been told many times, but this was a, a completely different. Like this was not the story <laughs> of the Nutcracker. This was its own thing. So I would argue that goes in the original one. Okay, uh, I'll give it to you. Ralph breaks the internet. Okay, yep, that goes in the sequels. Mary Poppins Returns, that's a sequel. Dumbo was a remake. Aladdin was a remake. Toy Story 4 was a remake. Well, you're, you're going too quick now. I'm not well, that quick at writing. <laughs> do ticks. Just do oh, ticks. Oh, okay. Uh, eh, eh. Uh, okay, there was Ralph. There was... Mary Poppins, Dumbo. What was after Dumbo? Um, Aladdin. Aladdin. Okay. Continue. Um, there is, I mean, some of these are, that was a Russian film nobody knows about. Uh, it's an Indian film nobody knows about. Um... The sequel to Maleficent. Uh, there was the Lady and Lady and the Tramp uh, sequel remake. What it really? Was rem- yeah. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was a straight to Disney Plus, but they did they give it the live action treatment. Uh, then in the original side, we have Noel. Okay. On the not original side, Frozen 2. On the original side, we have Togo. I've never even heard of Togo. Okay, remember that you said that. Remember <laughs> that you said that. On the original side, we have Timmy Failure. Who? On the original side, we have Onward. Onward. Un- uh, that's which one was that? That was a Pixar film. It was the one Pete and I hated on it. Onward. It was the the Chris Pratt Tom Holland Pixar film. What was it about? I was about the the kid's dad passes away when he's a kid, and he goes on. They were all like mythical, like D and D type creatures. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, that was great. I don't. I would listen to that podcast, and I okay. wish it doesn't I was matter. It doesn't. It, it, would... it doesn't matter. We're not reviewing each <laughs> yeah. individual right. anyway, film here. Moving on. All right, that's that's in the original side. On right. the original side, we have Star Girl. Uh, on the remake side, we have Artemis Fowl. Um, on the original side, we have Black is King. On the original side, we have Magic Camp. On the original side, we have the one and only Ivan. On the unoriginal side, we have Mulan, uh, Mulan, the live action one. On the original side, we have Godmothered. We have Safety. We have Soul. We have Flora and Ulysses. Ulysses. We have Rhea and the Last Dragon. On the remake side, we have Cruella. 
On the not a remake side, we have Luca. We have Jungle Cruise. Uh, we have. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Go ahead. We have Encanto. On the remake side, we have Diary of a Wimpy Kid. We have Ice Age 17 or whatever it was. <laughs> On the original side, we have Turning Red. Better Late Than Never. On the unoriginal side, we have Chippendale Rescue Rangers, but I'm pretty sure that's a film that you're glad came out because that was actually very good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that on, one. It was all right. On the original side, we have Hollywood Stargirl. Rise. Strange World. And then there's, like, we can keep going. But, so, give me a rough idea. You don't have to, like, count them up. Uh, you can count them up, but give me a rough idea. Are we, like, really heavy in one direction? Are we kind of, sort of, 50-50 here? Okay. So, we are we are leaning heavily in the original. I'll give you so so my statement about originality being dead might not be quite true. And Maybe so there's two be- interesting things to note. One is we all make a big deal about like if you look at those list of original properties that have come out. And we could do this for any studio, right? Like we could go right now and we could go okay, well what is Universal done? What is Paramount done? And and it's going to be the same. In fact, you'll probably you'll find much more in the original category because they have fewer IPs that they're able to tap into. But what happens is you look at this list of originals and you go, oh, I've never heard of that. Oh, I've never heard of that. I didn't know that came out. And that's not because... It's not because you you don't... It's not because they're not good. It's not because Disney doesn't believe in them. It's because if Disney goes, okay, well, we're launching two projects tomorrow. Um, One is Toy Story 5, and one is this new thing that we've got called Bozo Goes to the Circus, Um, or like some (laughs) better name than that. But you could, like, one is automatically going to be a bigger thing in the news. It's going to have more word of mouth. More people are going to talk about it. So this, the, the stuff that's at the forefront of everyone's minds, the forefront of everyone's knowledge are these remakes, are these sequels, are these whatever, because they're going, oh, they're remaking such and such. Oh, they're making a sequel to such and such. Oh, they're making a completely original film about blah, blah, blah. What? No, people don't do that. And so it doesn't get the same spread. It doesn't get the same word of mouth. Also, I'll tell you what, right now, if you look at your lists and you look at all the films that you've got in the original side and you look at all the films that you've got in the tapping into old IPs side, you could put a little sub subtext a little subtitle underneath the original side that says brought to you by the films that we make that are not original stories (laughs) made possible by (laughs) 
and that's that's how it works is that any of these studios go we've got a hundred fresh ideas this week and we want to make them all into movies however even though we're disney even though we're paramount even though we're universal these are still really expensive things to make and we still don't just have money to pull out of our ass and so okay well we've got these five projects that we want to make and it's going to cost x hundred million dollars to make them all all right let's throw out let's let's you know we've been talking about doing frozen three so let's do frozen three it'll make a ridiculous amount of money at the box office because we know it will it's a sure thing oh it's done it twice before and with that we'll be able to take and fund these other original ideas that we have so people get all bent out of shape i we we ran into the same thing it's the exact same thing as uh i used to be heavily involved in our hometown there was this this town festival that happens every summer used to happen every summer and it was music and it was activities for kids and it was like inflatables and talent shows and art shows and and car shows and all this stuff and it was it was a blast it was a there was literally something for everyone and it all sort of culminated on the saturday night and then the sunday morning saturday night there was this big age majority street dance sunday morning there was a caesar sunday so people could recover from the night before and the fancy, so in that scenario, the in in this comparison, the crazy heavy debauchery drinking events are the sequels. They're the remakes. They're the things that we know are going to draw a really big crowd. Lots of people are going to come. They're going to spend all their money. The inflatables and the kettle corn and the car show and the talent show for the kids and the drive-in night for the kids and whatever it is those are the original ideas they're the the they're the movies that are based on new stories that we don't know about yet and you sir the people who are like, oh, I'm sick of these and we need to stop doing those. We need to just, just to start doing. You're the old blue haired farts old on town man. council I, yeah. who, who looked at the festival and said, we cannot continue. Like we, we, we will keep doing the festival, but we don't want to do like, you have to tone back this dance. We don't want to advertise this dance the way that you are. Because we, you know, we don't like that. We don't like that. We don't like that there's this event that is has all this drinking and people come and they spend all this money on booze. And us who are running the festival, those who were running the studio, go, okay, but do you understand that mom and dad showing up Saturday night and buying six beers is what pays for the bouncy castles. Because the bouncy castles don't pay for dick. <laughs> like, no. The bouncy so, castles don't make any money. I, I see I see what your... your um, there, there are some parallels, I think, t- to your comparison here. But I think there's a lot of holes and it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> oh, for sure. But the but bottom line is, if, like, if any studio tomorrow said, you know what, we're, we have all these IPs, but like if, if tomorrow Disney said, we have a 10-year plan 
And for the next 10 years, we're not going to do any sequels. We're not going to do any remakes. We're just going to pump out fresh new content. At the end of that 10 years, financially, Disney would be, if, if still around, Disney would be in a lot of trouble. They would, financially, they would be fine. <laughs> on it, here's my here's my take. Financially, they would be fine, but their shareholders would not be happy because they're not making money hand over fist. I, and yeah, here's I don't here's know, here's my logic here, and I think this is a more fair comparison and kind of a parallel to start analyzing. Is you look at how movies were made twenty years ago. 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, like however long the industry has been around, right? How many, how often did things get remade or sequels? Um, well, you do have to factor in, I get, I, I see where you're going with this and sequels. uh, I mean, there were, there were certainly sequels. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So there, you do have to factor the, the closer we get to present date, the more the more often that happens, right? Right. But uh, like when my when uh, when in like the 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 seventies, it was pretty rare. You had to have a pretty big hit on your hands to even consider making a sequel. You were it was usually always kind of sourcing new material to make a movie that hadn't been made before whether it's a book or whatever yeah now, i mean but, i can think of now, lots of sequels how, from it that, but yeah you can you can you can there the arguments to this kind of um parallel are well that didn't cost as much money to make a film back then okay yes but your film didn't have as big a reach where now you can have your your global box office now is way bigger than it is than it was then. If it's right? a so film that globally you're, you're everyone see is more excited eyeballs for. Than it was then. So, you know, as, as things progress to, to present day, you know, movies get more expensive, but they also see more eyeballs, which means you make more money. So, you know, like this list of original ideas that you th- that we went through, the remake originals from Disney. Yeah, okay. A lot of those originals i had no idea what those were and i don't think that's that's not the fault of the script or well it might some of it might be fault of the script but but a lot of those feel like just hearing them make them feel like those kind of b movie kids movies you know what i mean like the um the dog that plays sports you know that's right. not that's not a huge film that's going to bring in money to begin with, but then you've got Coco, you've got uh, uh, shoot the uh, Onward, right? Like those movies were made really well. They had really good marketing, and they did really well, in my opinion. Like they well, made their money back, probably then well, some. So like, but what? So what is like? What is your definition of did really well? I'd say made made it money back and then some. Uh, okay. Well, so let's. I mean, let's tap into that. Okay. So, 
<laughs> I would love to get in this, but I feel like we're getting way no, off. No, no, okay. So, yes, you're this right. This is supposed and, to be a shorter episode. And, <laughs> Maybe and, this and, is a discussion for next another time. I don't know. <laughs> okay, Unless you, so, we really want to continue. Well, I just want to kind the, of... <laughs> the last thing I'll say, Yeah. right, is you've got, again, so you, like, the thing that I think a lot of people don't understand about the way the movie business works is that it let's say you know let's say they go to make an original or whatever it doesn't need to be an original they go to some studio green lights a film tomorrow right go make this movie uh the movie is gonna cost it has a budget of 170 million dollars that's it's not like Disney just goes to their bank account and makes a $170 million withdrawal and hands that money over and goes, okay, that's like, that's money that we have. It's money we have to make a movie. Go make the movie. No, there's investment and risk and it's, they have to go get funding. Like there's, it's, it's these, these films aren't, like I, we look at these these studios and we look at all the money that they bring in and blah 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 and we're like, you know, oh yeah, it's make a make a hundred million dollar project. Yeah, they just hand the guy a hundred million dollars and he makes the movie. No, Disney doesn't just they. That's not pocket change. Even for Disney, a hundred million dollars is not pocket change that they have sitting in the bank to take and and just go. Yeah. Like everything is done but- through investments, and so. As far as box offices go, yeah, I mean, again, these films, like you know, Onward, Onward was a is is a Pixar film. Disney marketed it. They put their their all their energy into it. It lives in the modern day where it's able to to reach this big world and get all these dollars. Same with Strange World. Strange World wasn't Pixar, but it's still it's it's a Disney film. It's you know, it had a theatrical release, so it had its best chance at making money that it could as as any other film. Uh, Onward Worldwide made $140 million. Strange World made $73 million. Toy Story 4 made a billion. Frozen 2 made a billion. And so it's still... Like as far as being able to fund these smaller projects, these new, not even smaller projects, and as far as being able to explore and find new properties, right? So like next month or whenever it is, it's not next month, but um, Elemental, I think is what it's called, is the next Pixar film that's coming out, right? And Elemental is a film that's coming out and it will be funded based on one of the sequels or the remakes or whatever that Pixar has done that has helped it, that has lined the pockets of the company to be able to give them the money to make these original projects. So I Pixar goes back and forth between doing sequels and original projects and when a studio releases a film like Elemental, when they release a, a film like Onward, like Onward was not a financial success for them. When they release a film like Onward, an original film, they have every hope that this will be a very big film that will draw a big audience, 
that will create a fan base so that they have the ability to at some point down the road make an onward too and it sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't but those films are always a gamble and in order to be able to gamble on on an original story you got to pump out these these things that you know are sure things you know it's, it's like the same as any other it's the same as any other business sometimes you take the low hanging fruit the small jobs or whatever so that you can bank up money and and then go after the next big thing that you're hoping to do but anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, you're right. It's a big tangent. We were talking about the machine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we were. Uh, yeah, we were. were. Yeah, 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 we were. Yeah, because I might have made a comment about like how it's so you know, refreshing. This is an original kind of. Yeah. Is anyways, okay. So moving on yeah. to Disney. Let's talk about Disney. <laughs> let's talk about remakes. Yeah, let's talk about a Disney remake. Um, <laughs> A story, yeah, you know, a story now that's kind of falling into. There's those films we talked like we were just talking about the Nutcracker. Um, Pete and I were recently talking about Titanic and how many times the Titanic story's been told. Um, I think a, an excellent go-to example is A Christmas Carol, right? How many times A Christmas Carol's been retold, and, and it seems like it's probably just going to be retold yeah. again and again and again and again. Kind of come into public property use, or what is yeah. it called? Fair use? or if Public domain, yeah. Public domain, um, that's the word. And one of those stories is the story of Peter Pan. Public now, you talk about already. Peter... You talk about Peter Pan, and for a lot of people, the most beloved version that they know and that they think of immediately is the Disney animated version. Um, understandably, it's cute, it's charming, it's fun. You talk about Peter Pan, for me, Hook. I, I go to Hook. Yeah, <laughs> that's same. to me. That's that's the best version that's been told, and it's uh, admittedly it's not a telling of the story of Peter Pan. It's a spinoff. It's a it's a sort of a quasi sequel. It, it is the telling of Pan, but Pan as an adult who came to grow and grew married Wendy and grew Well, up yeah, her. but it's it's still a sequel because yeah. in in Hook all the events of the book of the story did happen. They happened years ago and they're all sort of referenced, right? Yeah. There's the treehouse and there's the and um yeah. But so we now have a trailer for Peter Pan and Wendy which is a straight to Disney plus coming out like any day now, actually like it's literally right around the corner um, movie about Peter Pan and Wendy. And you know, there's been a lot of Peter Pans and some of them have been pretty good. Some of them have been like the one that, Hugh Jackman played Captain Hook in and had that dancing number. That was pretty bad. <laughs> like that was that was garbage. Yeah, uh, there was that uh, one not too long ago where it was kind of like a sequel to Peter Pan about how Hook became Hook and had um, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, Wolverine. Uh, I just Ozzie. said that Hugh Jackman. Oh, is that one you were just talking about? about? Yeah, it was garbage. It was a terrible film. You did you didn't like it? No, neither neither did anybody else. It was called I Pan. It was, okay. I mean, it it was called Pan. 
Is it called Pan? Yeah. Really? Uh, no, yeah. you're thinking there's that's a different. So the one called Pan. Okay, sorry. Yeah, the called Pan and and Hugh Jackman played Blackbeard. He didn't actually play Hook. Oh right. He played a different. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't like Pan. You liked Pan. It was all right. I didn't. I didn't think it was horrible. Oh. Huh. Oh yeah, he played Blackbeard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. But has a twenty-six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> it wasn't. Wasn't. I don't know. I thought it was an interesting kind of origin story. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't good. But uh, anyways, no. Um. I don't know. I listen. I watch this trailer. There are things about this trailer that I look at and I go, "This feels really cheap," and screams straight to Disney Plus. And there are things about this that look kind of fun and magical and have that Disney live action, like, like things that feel, okay, yes, this is inspired by the animated one that we know and love. Um, this has ties to that. Uh, yeah, ultimately I, I might, you know, if this had come on, if this had come out when I still had the stomach bug, I probably would have thrown it on. (laughs) I probably would have been like, okay, (laughs) If I fall asleep to this, I don't care, whatever. Um, it, You know, it looks charming. It looks like it could be fun. Ultimately, I don't know that it... I don't know that it's up my alley, but you saw... What are your thoughts? Uh, don't... I don't know. It doesn't... I don't know, like... I'm watching it right now, the trailer muted right now, and just it doesn't it doesn't get me excited. It doesn't look interesting. Why does the clock tower explode? That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> oh, I thought that was one of the just like a magical fantasy type. I thought that was something that was actually kind of I don't know. endearing. But, but like Tinkerbell like goes around the clock it gets pixie dust on it so now it explodes and floats because the clock tower has magical thoughts i don't know absolutely (laughs) thoughts i don't it just it doesn't look i don't know (sighs) looking on imdb jim gaffigan as me is interesting yeah (laughs) yeah it's got that I don't know. Like, not even June Law's Captain Hook makes me jump out of my seat. Really? I don't know. I had just, to look up. I had to look up that that was him. Yeah, I it didn't he, look like him in the trailer. It doesn't look like him at all. There's so much of this. I don't know. I guess it, part part of it is just the majority of these live action Disney remakes are just not been good, not entertaining. Yeah, Bad. I mean, I disagree. I, but I mean, I, I don't have a dots. lot of goodwill towards Disney make remaking li- these into live action. I guess hurts mm. it quite a bit. That's Will fair. I watch it? I don't know. Maybe I didn't. I didn't end up watching Pinocchio. 
Yeah. It's, so, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a mess. It was a mess. I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, I would, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you do something more along the lines of a hook? Like, I think hooked worked because it didn't try to recreate anything. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it took an existing property and it's like, what's, what, and ask the question, like, what, what's the next step in the journey of these characters instead of saying, oh, let's just retell the story of these characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, cause it's, I, it's intended to be a remake, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyways, cool. All right. Well, hey, you're. Not neither opinion. of us are jazzed. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, final topic. Okay, listen. Batman Beyond. I like is, Batman Beyond. What? I like Batman Beyond. I know you and a couple of others. Um, there, uh, Batman Beyond is a is a is a property that. I was I was recently watching a thing and someone likened Batman Beyond to Firefly. Uh mm, yeah, I would say yeah, it's got a strong very strong cult following. It has a it's very a cult st- classic following. It has yeah. a very strong small in the grand scheme of things, but strong passionate fan base. Right. And and that's the thing. Like, again, to this day, if you say Batman Beyond, there's a lot of people like the average movie paying money paying moviegoer to them. They they know one Batman. Batman is Bruce Wayne. And to this day, if you went and you pulled a thousand people on the street and you said, you know, tell me about Firefly. And they would go uh, like the bug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just they just don't know. You mean right? You mean one of Batman's villains from his rogues gallery? Ex- exactly. Now <laughs> Batman Beyond fans don't like to admit this, and Firefly fans don't like to admit this, but it is a smaller following. It is an extremely passionate, energetic, dedicated, loyal following. But it's a it's a smaller following. And that's one of the reasons for a really long time that I've been really skeptical that we will get any sort of Batman Beyond thing because it's just, it, it doesn't, it's just a hard sell. It's a hard sell for, for the average audience to go, ah, what? So they're just, they're making a new Batman and I'm sorry, what? It's not Bruce Wayne. Yeah, if you're gonna make a live action, you got to jump in head first and just do it, and, and hope for the and best. Trust, and trust that the story is is appealing, which it is, in my opinion. Or, or you have to build up to it slowly. Yeah, um, it sounds like there was a Batman Beyond project animated. That's an important important thing here it was an animated batman beyond movie that was in the works under the old regime over at warner brothers um a while ago now like 
maybe three or four years ago now. Um, but it's been it's been canned, canned a little bit ago, not canned as of the James Gunn thing. But you know, we're just kind of finding out now that it was in the works. Um, that the old Walter Hum, Hum, Walter Hamada, who was the sort of head guy over at Warner Brothers several years back, kind of said, "Okay, st- start figuring this out. <laughs> Go, figure, start start putting this together and, and see what you come up with." Um, right. So it probably would have plugged into what what we have for the DC animated stuff. Uh, quite possibly, yeah. It's, I just, I think this is interesting. It's worth, you know, we're talking about like, oh, a canceled animated film as the, as the. Well, I mean, we've had a Batman Beyond animated. No, wait. Yeah, there was a movie. Yes, yes we have. Yeah. Mask of the Phantasm or whatever it was. Yeah. Or Return of the Joker. I think it was Return of the Joker was the, the, the Batman Beyond film. Um. Uh, you know, I think this is, uh, it's, I do think it's worth talking about because, again, it just sort of adds credit to the idea that it, there are people over at Warner Brothers with the sensibilities that are in line with potentially getting a Batman Beyond project in the works at some point. We had two um, Batman Beyond movies. Oh, okay. What were they called? Uh, one was just Batman Beyond yep. in 2017. Yeah. And Batman Return of Joker 2000. 2000, yeah. And, um, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Projects like Into the Spider-Verse coming out and being successful, having having a character that is not portrayed or that, that doesn't have the, the, the alter ego of the, the person who the general audience is familiar with in, you know, to most people, you ask people who is Spider-Man, people would say he's Peter Parker, right? The average audience up until maybe when into the Spider-Verse came out. And I would argue still like, you know, the average audience didn't all go see, into the Spider-Verse. And so the average, average audience, if you were to ask everyone in the world, you're still going to have higher numbers if people say, uh, Peter Parker. That's that's all we know. Um, but I think films like that coming out and being successful certainly don't hurt Batman Beyond's chances. <clears throat> Hearing this, that, that there was potentially something on the way animated, but still on the way, doesn't hurt the chances. Um, what are your thoughts? You hear this? Does this have any weight as far as whether we might see something moving forward, or is this just a canceled project? And our odds of getting one in the future, near or far, haven't changed. Um, this this to me sounds like it would have been if being that it was animated. Sounds like it would have been uh, a direct to audiences kind of film, uh, skipping the cinema, like oh, a lot of sure. the other animated films we got from DC in the last ten years, which yeah. all kind of served to to kind of 
they were all kind of interconnected. They were all existing within the same um, universe slash timeline. Um, so that that's that's what I my gut says it is or what would have been. Yeah, like I don't think we're this was going to be anything like what uh, Into the Spider Verse was. No, no, I don't think so either. Um, but the fact that they were thinking about like that that's a character that they were looking at revisiting and and breathing some life back into does that give you hope well so like i think though though again being kind of in that kind of animated direct to audiences film the people that that film would have been made for already know they're not they're not the people that you're talking about they're not the general movie going audience that we've kind of had a tit for tat back and forth about who comic book movies should be made for and stuff right like these all these these those animators are for comic book fans like they're they're very very true to the comics they don't shy away from it they don't try and alter it to kind of be more appealing to a mass audience which is why they're lower budget projects that are not mass distributed i wouldn't call them lower budget but i would they're lower budget than a live action film yes yes lower budget than a live action for sure but they're very high quality animated uh shows movies um yeah like it's uh, to say that it there, there was, there's going to be a Batman Beyond animated film. Like, of course, yeah. I mean, they, it would have probably gotten the same uh, amount of um, kind of publicity from, or not publicity, but like fans would have wa- enjoyed it just as much as they enjoyed it, all the other uh, offerings of that same style, if that makes sense. Yeah. But, stepping on my words a bit there but you, you know no, what no. i mean right like yep. people would have people who it was made for would have watched it and they would have enjoyed it yeah so it's not it, it doesn't it doesn't it's not a stretch for me to believe that it was in in the works that it was happening it's more of a stretch for me to go why was it can't like if it wasn't the james gunn kind of situation canning it if it was canned prior to that makes me wonder why it was canned prior to that to begin with uh, maybe it was just a bad story. Maybe it was yeah, just, it been you a know, bad script, said, I guess, go, yeah. go, go work on this and show me what you come up with. And, and yeah. they came back and he was like, Oh, uh, no. Second thought, <laughs> we'll go somewhere else. Yeah. On second thought, let's, uh, let's, let's not do that. Let's yeah. make space jam too. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, All right. That was a good decision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. Well, that's a, Hey, look, that's the news. It's all the news, man. That's, that's, it. that's all. Go Just home. a bunch of trailers and then a an canceled animated film. It's kind of a weird news week. And a, and a weird tangent into remakes versus originals. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, that's what, that's, if you're listening to this show, that's what you're here for, ultimately. The, the weird tangents. The you weird don't tangents. care about the news. You just want the tangents. Just the, yeah. Just the two guys flying a wall conversation arguing about film. Yeah. yeah, that's that's how all good friendships are are comprised. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure you check out all of our links below, our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, and our merch page. Um, 
All of them are great ways to support us, keep the show running, and just engage with us. Let us know. I, I This is something I want to task you. If you're still listening at this point, reach out to us on Facebook and say, hey, I listen to the new show. Because we do. We have a number of people. We've got a good little audience listening to this new show every week. And uh, and I have no idea who these people are. Like within within half an hour of this going up, the the this listening stats are coming in, and I'm like, who 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 at three who in the this? morning? Who what that? part of the world are you listening from? As I, this is fantastic. Like I'm I I want to know who you are. So after after you tell us who you are on socials or whatever. Go find a therapist because if you're listening to us talk about this stuff, you probably <laughs> <laughs> at three in the morning. Then yeah, <laughs> there are better there are better things to be doing. Uh, it's sad, but it's true. <laughs> <laughs>